Welcome to the Mums King Matter podcast, where we explore the multifaceted experiences of women and mothers and why it's vital to truly look after ourselves. As mothers, we are doing one of the most important and challenging jobs, raising the next generation. I'm your host, Lucy. I'm the birth recovery coach, coach for mums, perinatal specialist, personal trainer, yoga teacher, and matrescence coach, working with women to make sense of their motherhood experience. It is my desire to help mums like you step into your power and rise as the change makers that we are. Just because society doesn't acknowledge the value of what mothers do, it doesn't mean we can't value ourselves. In my spare time, I love hanging out with my beautiful daughter, reading and writing poetry, long walks in nature, and a good soul-nourishing dance. The magic of music. I'm really excited to share an episode about music because I think to greater or lesser degree, everyone has a certain enjoyment of music. And for me, I absolutely adore music. It potentially goes hand in hand with my love of dance. But I wanted to explore this topic by starting with a couple of questions for you. What song or piece of music do you love? What song or piece of music do you love? And often when we're asked a question, you know, something comes into our mind, first of all, and then maybe a second thought, but I'd love you to let me know if you feel like it, what that song or piece of music is. And my second question is why? Why do you love it? Of course, it could be due to a number of different reasons. It might make you feel like dancing. It might stir your emotions. It might take you back to a time in your past where you heard it and that was a fond memory and a gorgeous experience. I like so many types of music and so many different songs. And, you know, sometimes I think it's a classic dating question, isn't it? What type of music do you like? I like most types of music, really. And I wonder if you want to ask yourself that. What types of music do you like? But really, I think in the past, when I've answered that, I've said I've like, I like most music, except for sort of screamy, aggressive rock, I think, really, because that just felt or feels, I don't really listen to it. So um, just thinking how it, it felt a bit sort of jarring and, and unpleasant. And my body was like, nah, I'm all right without that. <laughs> so sharing with you my piece of music that I love. And funnily enough, when I was walking around thinking about podcast topics and knowing that I want to cover this one, different pieces of music came into my head. But when it came to write notes to kind of draw from as I record this, This Is What You Came For by Rihanna or sung by Rihanna is one that came up for me because of the visual that is associated with that piece of music. So this is what you came for. Tilly and I danced to this tune when she was about two years old and we went to a firework display and it just really brings up the gorgeous image of 
being in the dark in a park with a lovely vibe with the fireworks display, some music playing, and it was playing loud, and we were having a dance. It was wonderful. We danced before at kind of kiddie classes and things like that, but for her to be sort of so little and us holding hands and having a great, literally sort of nourishing and heart-expanding experience was so, so nice. I wonder sometimes why people don't speak about music more because it can be so huge. I suppose if we think about it, music can be simply like an experience. And I would imagine that's what certain musicians are trying to encourage us to go through or they're conveying their art and maybe it's just kind of down to us, obviously, how it lands with us. But being a parent, I have watched numerous films that we could say are for kids, but actually they are suitable for everyone to watch and to learn from and to take what we will from. There is music from Frozen, Frozen 2 and Moana, just to name three, that really impacted me and I loved and I love and I listen to even when I'm not with my daughter. Particularly from Frozen 2, I found the song Into the Unknown incredibly uplifting, probably because of the time that I heard it. But also from that film Frozen 2, Show Yourself. Oh, I remember being stirred so much that I nearly cried watching that. I wasn't able to really watch it very uh, easily because I was in the cinema with my my daughter and my niece and was kind of helping sort of chase little ones around at that point. But I remember seeing bits of the film and being like, oh my goodness, really feeling it. And then some of the songs from Moana, they're just so lovely to hear. I've always loved world music, to be honest, rhythmic beats. So sort of African music and uh, the music from Moana, some of that is is very rhythmic and I just can't help but move to. But some of the words, you know, she says, um, "Who basically kind of, who am I? And in that film, she's encouraged to, to find out who she is. And that can be moving for anyone. I don't know how old I was or how old Tilly was when I saw Moana, but I remember being affected by the music. And so I just think it's so gorgeous to witness how music can affect us. I wrote recently in my newsletter, and if you're not on my mailing list, you might want to sign up to receive it. I wrote about the Barbie movie and how the Billie Eilish track at the end called What Was I Made For can be so moving for many of us. And in my newsletter, I went into why this could be. And I think it's because sometimes as, as mums, we can lose our identity but also find a new identity. And so the words, what was I made for, can just be so stirring. And those are kind of gentle slash poppy pieces of music. And then you've got like amazing like rock pieces and all sorts that that makes you want to kind of sing your heart out and things like that. And these things can just be so transformational, even just to shift your mood, but also just like to, and I say just, and I really mean just with in inverted commas, where we might want to uh, 
um, listen to music to keep us in a good place mentally before we do a talk or before we see certain people that we're maybe not so keen on seeing, that kind of thing, you know, or, or perhaps a while ago I was very anxious about going to London and I think I, yeah, I listened to some lovely music on the way and it wasn't purposefully to calm me, but it really helped sort of to put a sort of reminiscent dreamy state on the experience. And I want to say how your music, no one has to like your music but you. Because in my experience, and I I imagine you have had similar, sometimes you'll have one person or another who expresses their dislike of your music. Okay, that's fair enough. But did you invite their opinion? And do they need to say it? Yeah, I get it if it's if it's a kid or if it's a certain person that you know likes to give their opinion. But, you know, I just encourage you and invite you to not let someone else ruin your experience of the music that you like because you like it for a reason. They are not you. They do not have your physiology. They do not, not have your memories. So there's no need for them to comment. And I really hope that when Matilda's older and plays her music as... Um, as a young woman, I don't say, I'm sure I won't like turn off this crap. You know, that's the classic, isn't it? Um, we've seen sort of in films, parents putting down the music tastes of their children. But yeah, I really would love you to just acknowledge that you can like it. No one else has to, however it might be, you know, it might be actually, I was just about to give an example, but like, yeah, it could be anything at all. Now, I want to ask you whether you like live music or, and or, I suppose, whether you like listening to your music at home. And it might be with other people around, you might be enjoying it with your family or friends, or it might be you listening to the music up loud on your own. When I went to a Pink concert in June this year, it was so amazing and I hadn't been to a gig for a long time and I just love how music can bring people together but also the feeling of live music. It was just so wonderful and when I've been to gigs in the past, like I remember going to an amazing blues gig, it was just phenomenal. So I invite you to kind of think about how much you enjoy live music if you wish to book something, if you wish to reignite the side of you that because we are all multifaceted beings, to reignite the side of you that misses live music and wants to go to a gig, whether it's small scale or large scale. And then if you like it at home, you know, you might be enjoying it on your own with your headphones on. You might have the the flat or your house to yourself, the space you're in to yourself, and you're able to turn the music up and really take in the lyrics, really feel the the stirring or the just feeling the music, feeling the music. Because of course, we are affected by sound waves, by music. And yeah, I'm really grateful for the influence and education about music I've had throughout my life particularly from my parents. I remember my my dad playing 
my dad is still alive by the way it sounds like he's not but um my dad playing music to me and us kids and really conveying his love for the Beatles and love for good music and then my mum talking about lyrics in particular because I think sometimes I would listen to music and and feel the beat and dance and then she'd say have you listened to the lyrics in a really just kind of curious way and I'm like oh no and so we'd listen to the lyrics or maybe read the lyrics when you used to get kind of CDs with the little printout of the lyrics and sometimes we'd listen to French songs and that would help with uh, learning French but yeah I feel very grateful for that and also my education I suppose at school I had a really great music teacher um, when I moved school uh, I moved school because I was bullied and when I moved to the new school there was a wonderful music teacher and I'm friends with him and his wife they were both the music teachers and uh, and it's lovely to still be in touch with them I wonder how many of you is still in touch with your teachers in any way yeah they were really cool they are really cool so I wonder if you can acknowledge where you've been influenced and educated about music. You may like music with lyrics, you may not. I remember p- meeting someone at the gym years ago, I think it was Andy, and uh, Andy, just Andy, just so that you know, his name's Andy. <laughs> uh, he didn't like music with lyrics. I think he pretty much just like electronic music, and I was quite surprised but there wasn't any judgment it was just really really curiosity you might like music which is just a drum you know I really love listening to djembe music djembe drum music and oh god I can't help but move right now just thinking about actually because I'm such a dancer you might like simple piano music you might like guitar you know I'm just trying to acknowledge where you may have a fondness for sounds that bring up good emotions or even, you know, I I feel like I'm going off on one here, but not just good emotions, but emotions that stir you because, and this is something I'll go into in another podcast, but the bittersweet temperament that Susan Cain talks about, I've read I've written, no, I've read a book called Bittersweet by Susan Cain, and it's really brilliant. It really helped me understand uh, a big part of myself when I learned about the term bittersweet on a podcast with Glennon Doyle, I think it was. And then let's come to one of my probably favourite genres of music, which is soundtracks, movie soundtracks. Obviously, it could be anything like the Barbie soundtrack is very different to the Dances with Wolves soundtrack. But I adore the classical music of Dances with Wolves and Out of Africa and Inception has some great music and Gravity has some great music. These are all movies. And I find these pieces of music so stirring and this is where the bittersweet um, theme, idea, uh, principle, whatever it might be, comes into play particularly um, because Susan Cain talks about how listening to sad, in inverted commas, music can make us feel and that's no bad thing and actually it can be really uplifting to listen to sad music. But I'll leave you to listen to or read 
bittersweet or anything about bittersweet in your own time. Would you say, because I certainly feel this, that music can make you feel like anything is possible. It can make me feel like I'm soaring sky high. It can make me feel like the tears I'm crying are healing tears. And I have no doubt that that's true. When I do need to have a cry for whatever reason, you know, feeling the heaviness of the state of the world sometimes or something gorgeous and touching that happened with Matilda. Yeah, there's any number of things that could cause a healthy, cathartic release and cry. Listening to music can make you feel strong and empowered. It really is just so, so much that it offers that it can give us. And actually, my boyfriend, when he doesn't listen to music for a little while and he kind of says, oh, yeah, I haven't listened to music for a bit. I'm like, yeah, I wondered, actually, because I know that it helps him. Oh, God, I just love it. I just love music so much. So there we go. A little exploration of music and why it matters and why you might want to listen to music and not let anyone spoil your enjoyment of the music that you like because it may bring up a memory and it may be a memory from in utero. It may be a memory from when you were little and you cannot actually sort of picture what it is that makes you fond of that music or that beat or that sound, anything at all. And here is a poem I would love to share with you. Because poetry means a lot to me. I write poetry, I read it a lot, and I've chosen specific poems for each episode, so I hope you enjoy them. This poem is by Cleo Wade, and she speaks beautifully of how music has impacted her and dedicates this poem to Aretha Franklin. I barely have a single memory from my childhood that doesn't have the music of Aretha Franklin playing in our house. Her Live at Fillmore West album has been my companion through every heartbreak, rejection and growing pain I have ever experienced. We rarely get a chance to thank our heroes in person, but when we pass on their stories, their talents and their gifts to the next generations, we are able to honour their spirit and contributions to the human experience. I plan on doing that. It is the least I can do after all her music has done for me. Rest in power, Aretha Franklin, the Queen of Soul. She sang my soul back together more times than I can count. I hope somewhere, somehow, she knows that. Thank you for listening to the Mums King Matter podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I'd love to hear from you. You can find me at The Birth Recovery Coach on social media or contact me via my website. The link is in the show notes. In the meantime, if you'd like to know more about my coaching offering, hop onto my website and book a free discovery call. Sending you love and peaceful wishes. Until next time, 
look after you. 